sometimes it takes a natural disaster to reveal a social disaster. Jim Wallace. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. And today we are continuing our Act 2 writing prompts. We're about halfway through the month now. And we are talking about different things you can throw into Act 2 to help keep that tension there, help keep that world rich, and keep the plot moving. When in doubt, throw in an Act of God. An act of God is generally something that affects both the good guys and the bad guys. It may affect them differently depending on the choices those characters make, but both Han and the Imperial fighters have to fly through that asteroid field. I really like the Stormlight Archive for this. You have a high storm that affects everyone. Everyone has to take shelter. Your bad guys have to deal with it a little bit differently than your good guys, but everyone has to take shelter from a high storm because it will crush you if you don't get out of its way. This is not something to slow your plot down. It should change the flavor of your plot in some way, but if you find that it's slowing your plot down because now your characters can't collide and nothing's happening in the meantime, then maybe this isn't a great prompt for you. But if you're looking at your act two and wishing that the world felt bigger, wishing that there are more obstacles thrown in everybody's way, this act of God that you throw in can help reveal who your characters are. There are many different forms that this act of God can take. It isn't always Zeus throwing a bolt of lightning kind of thing. It can be just the natural environment. Like in The Princess Bride, you have the fire swamp. You either have to go all the way around it or you go through it and deal with lightning sand and R-O-U-S's. I don't believe they exist. Another good example of this is more social than natural, and that would be in Les Miserables, where the economy tanks and everyone is struggling to survive in some way. Your main character has a criminal brand on his chest. He's going to have a harder time finding a job. The bad guys are having a harder time trying to get the cooperation of criminals in order to catch the main character. Because you have the revolution. Yes, all of this social drama that's taking place around your miserable characters. So let's get into different acts of God that you can implement in your story. Of course, one of the most common is going to be the weather. A storm of some kind, whether that's just a lightning storm that keeps your characters indoors or a hurricane that wipes out their homes. Snow or flooding will slow your character's progress. If there is any army movement involved in your story, consider throwing in some weather because that will change how your army moves across the land. An example of weather changing the story is in The Long Winter, which is part of the Little House on the Prairie series by Laura Ingalls Wilder. She ends up kind of falling in love with a guy throughout the book because of his helpfulness in spite of this storm. I also remember in the first Wonder Woman, when they're reaching no man's land and she's seeing the impacts of the war for the first time, I remember seeing a scene where they're trying to get horses through this trough of mud to get some refugees out and they can't move. Their supplies are stuck. 
This is one reason why things move slower after rain, after floods, after snowing, because there are things inhibiting the normal smooth path that should be there. We are recording this at the beginning of the year 2021. Last year, we had a major plague that ran throughout the lands and the entire world hunkered down for basically a year. If you throw in a plague or famine or something like that, people will isolate and they're less inclined to be helpful to your main character. As a heads up, famines are usually caused by weather of some kind. It's not always just droughts. Too much rain destroys fields. Look up ergot poisoning. A lot of fun there. And then you have the plagues. These will shut down economies. They will shut down social movements. There's a lot more to plagues than just death. If I have my main character wandering on the roads just trying to get back home, needs a place to stay for the night, and there's a plague throughout the land, it's going to be much harder to find a place, especially if he's not native to that particular area. Another kind of act of God are going to be the earthbound happenings. This can be an earthquake or a volcano or an earthquake that causes a tsunami. I advise a touch of caution when working with these simply because, especially if any of your characters, good guys or bad guys, have any religious base whatsoever, these are often associated with an actual god of some kind. The god of the volcano is annoyed at us because we stole the rock. God is angry, so he's shaking the land. Of course, if you want to make this character that, this is a great tool to use to do that. But if you don't do that with intention, it can come across as a little preachy and high-nosed. With your earthquakes, especially, you can have a little shaker that doesn't do a whole lot but rattle people. Or you can have full-blown violent shakers that will collapse towns. It will create a lot of infrastructure and a lot of problems in that sense. If you have a place that has a lot of tall buildings that goes into an earthquake, this is a great opportunity for disaster response kind of thing. What can your characters do to help with this? If you don't want to spend the time on that, I would not recommend using a big earthquake. Of course, this act of God doesn't have to be an actual God. If your story is taking place in modern times and your good guys and bad guys are arguing over this new battery that's going to save the world or destroy the world, depending on whose hands it lands in, physics becomes your god at that point. Physics can say, nope, the device doesn't work. That will change how all of the characters react to the device. Are they going to try to get it to work? Are they going to make sure that no one can ever make it work again? depending on which side your good guy is on, effectively. Physics can help and destroy just by being physics. Another thing you can throw in there that we've talked about a little bit with the other ones are your sociocultural impacts, your revolutions, your economies that are collapsing, a new king that nobody's quite sure what they're going to do, what they're going to decide. These are all things that can throw a wrench into your character's plans, whether they be the good guys or the bad guys. But in general, I would advise you make sure you have a reason for whatever this act of God is. If you're thinking about throwing in a storm that destroys half the fleet, great. Why? 
It could be you're just trying to change up the playing field. One great use for these is to actually give your bad guy an advantage because in Act 2, the end of Act 2, your villain should be on top. Sometimes this shakes things up just enough to reveal your secret ingredient or a secret skill or any of those other footholds that we've talked about throughout the month so far. Forcing your characters to go around the fire swamp forces them into a new land and it turns out, oh yeah, this character has known such and such language all their life. Great, now we can use that later on. And very carefully, you can use this to give one side or the other an opportunity to get away. So they get across the river and then all of a sudden there's a giant wave that comes through and keeps them from being pursued. Do not, however, make this a deus ex machina. They should still have a problem. Things should still get worse because of this act of God, even if it did help them get away. Did you ever read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Yes. Throughout the story, winter is thawing, and the characters are planning to get across a river. And the river collapses just in time for the good guys to get across, but not the bad guys to follow them. This is all very convenient, And it separates them for a time, which is helpful in the grand scheme of things. But in that moment, reading that line, it's like, really, guys, that that was the best you could come up with. Winter is thawing. It's by no use of your main characters to have escaped. It's not like they said, oh, if we time it right, then they can't follow us. It's not Han's skills of flying through the asteroid belt. It's a, oh, goody. That was really neat happenstance. Aslan is on your side. (laughs) But in all, have fun with it. I know we say that a lot, but that is the goal for this type of prompt as well. You're making the world bigger, larger than just your main characters, but it should still be intimate to you. Everything that happens to your characters, you should be feeling as well. And you're going to feel it most when you write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 